Like there's no right way to do it. Oh, we're going to get into it. What up, caterpillars that are in their cocoon right now, but soon to be butterflies again? I'm with Shannon and Candace, my two best friends, and we're the Mom Group Chat Podcast. <laughs> oh my God, that was the most creative one we've ever had. I was thinking about it and I was like, we are in our cocoon phase. And yeah. once oh, we have my. our babies, we're going to blossom and become butterflies again. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a cocoon within a cocoon right now. I'm a cocoon. She's in a cocoon. I'm in my house, which is a cocoon. Yeah. (laughs) We're a Russian doll situation. (laughs) (laughs) And soon we're going to hatch. You know, what's funny is I have a Russian doll that I've had since I on the bottom. It says 1993. My grandmother bought it for me, I guess, legit in Russia. They used to travel oh. all over the world, and it is so cute. It has, like, a little Persian cat, and um, I have it in Margot's room, but Graydon keeps stealing it, and I've, oh. I've found it in the kitchen. I'm like, oh, hell no. Like, you cannot be touching my Russian doll because it is so, <laughs> like, precious to me. I've, I loved it when I was little, so I'm like, boy, you better back up. I'm having to hide it. That is such a Whitney thing. Like that Dude, whole I was about to say that. I was like, <laughs> Whitney is just like synonymous with heirlooms to me. Like, yeah. why do you have so many heirlooms? I like, have no heirlooms. Whitney finds like weird things. Like something I, I guess it's yeah, yeah. It's not weird necessarily, but it's just like I don't like you just have these things that are like so cute and unique and you like save them and they like come out at the perfect time. Like I'm sure that Russian doll looks so cute in Margot's room. Like that is something my grandmother would give me and I would get rid of probably in a move somewhere. (laughs) And then I'd be like down the line, be like, damn, it'd be cool if I would have kept that. (laughs) I am just like the least, you can ask Vinny this. I am the least sentimental person. Like I don't want to hold on to anything. I never, the only thing I hold on to is cards with handwriting in it because I always think about my dad, Mm -hmm. you know, who passed and the things I have of his handwriting to me, like mean a lot to me. Oh, for sure. Um, but that's the only thing. Everything else, I'm like, eh, toss it. Yeah. <laughs> and and Vinny is a memory keeper. He likes to keep everything. This whole, I don't even know. Okay, right there behind me, that is a huge trunk, like uh-huh. a, and it is filled with Vinny's memories, like oh. weird, like things from swim meets, and like it's just. But I keep telling him, I'm like, listen, that thing when this baby comes, it's got to go. storage you don't have to throw it away but you have to put it in storage it can't sit in here anymore we have a huge container in our garage full of chris's trophies i'm like dude can we please get rid of these he's like no like he's adamant i'm like what did he do in high school is it are they high school yeah basketball right everything football basketball baseball it's all kinds of stuff naturally this (laughs) (laughs) This goes back to like that idea that men always like even into their 40s like they believe that they have the ability to be professional athletes Do you know oh, wait, can I tell you something I saw on the internet that yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I need to tell Andrew it. I sent it to him. But it was like this guy being like, look, if you want to make your husband, your boyfriend, your partner feel good, here's what you have to say. There's just one thing you have to say. You have to say, honey, I know that you would have crushed it in World War II. 
I know you would have done such a good job. And he goes, and then you wait a second and you say, especially in Normandy. They probably would love it. I think my dad would faint if I said that to him. Yeah. But it's super relevant for us because Andrew's grandfather was a like paratrooper oh. in Normandy. And it's like such a big part of their family history, obviously, because it's badass and like so crazy. But I feel like they also say like that's why <laughs> like basically all of my father-in-law's brothers, they're all like we could like literally never live up to their dad because he was in Normandy and like yeah. fought yeah. in World War II and like survived all of that. And then, like, now Andrew's generation, they're all like, I mean, Grandpa Mike, like, there's literally nobody who can touch him. Yeah. Um, so all men are obsessed with that war. They I think, need their, yeah. yeah. My, uh, I think my lake house code, my parents' lake house code is the year of Normandy. So don't break into it, anybody. But, like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like, every man's obsessed with that war. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. My, is so funny. I'm kind of also obsessed with it, but that's kind of like my, I don't know, one of my things. Like I, I just love yeah, history. You're a, I was going to say, ooh. you're a history buff. I'm not. I hate history. was like my least favorite subject. That's why you're like, get rid of this old shit. I'm get like, it out get of rid my of house. this old shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And then what, one more thing back to like the confidence of men and the like blind confidence of men you know our guest julia stern i don't know if you saw on her instagram story she did that thing which is also a tiktok trying where you text your husband and you ask them in the case of an emergency do you feel like you could land like a commercial airline in an emergency and the amount of men that say yes so i did it i was like i'm gonna text Vinny while he's out and about and i'm gonna ask him and his response was, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, have it, I have it screenshotted. I'll save it. And I texted it to Julia Stern. And I was like, what the hell is wrong with them? Like, Vinny could never do that. Well, well I feel men, like that's like I mean, women. Like, like we all low-key think we could be actresses and models. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I saw Candace consider it. She was like, I, I mean, well, like, I wanted to be like an actress slash pop star my entire life. Yeah, so of like, course. Like, like, I mean, like with the right training, like if my parents just invested a little bit more in me, if they like let it, me get parents. scouted at the mall, I could be Miley Cyrus. But alas, I did not have the right support system. It's always the parents' fault, you know? <laughs> Fuck them. I have told y'all this a hundred times. Like, all I wanted was to be a Disney star. Like, that was... You would have And been. I live in... Thank you so much. That's the best compliment. But now, <laughs> Alice is starting to sing. Like, for real. She sings oh Let God. It Go. And she sing oh She, like, God. waves her little hand. And it's so cute. And I'm just telling y'all if... And I can hear. She's got some pitch in there that's good. <laughs> and I'm telling you, if she... If the girl can sing, it's over. Like, yeah. I... We're... We are going to LA. We are going to to <laughs> Orlando. I will live vicariously through my daughter, daughters, maybe. Maybe they'll be a little like sister duo. And I'm just telling you. Allie and AJ. I yeah. could have the next Allie and AJ. Through I mean Alice Joan, AJ. Oh, maybe. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. Okay. Maybe maybe this next baby will be named Allie. <laughs> Oh. There you go. Very, okay. very little thinking. <laughs> it's okay, but excited. I mean, this segues to the thing that I've been um, dying to talk about because it's my personality. But 
Taylor Allison Swift. I know. <laughs> well, here's I know. what I'm going to say. I'm not going to go too much into the concert because everybody knows and I've already talked about how much I love her, but we have really good seats. But one of the things I admire so much about her is that she and her parents, I feel like her parents yes. did such a good job of allowing her to pursue her dream as a young girl mm-hmm. and not and and she was able to handle it and like be a grounded person. Like obviously yeah. I'm sure she's she has to be psychotic in some ways. So like you can't be that successful without being a little bit crazy. But she's never like gone off the rails. And I no. like, genuinely think she's a good person and has like handled her business so fucking well. And I feel like that's so rare with the child stars. So Oh yeah. No, it's like- very it's it's very touchy. I wish like it's funny that you say that because now as a parent, like I feel like don't get me wrong, I'd love to interview Taylor Swift. Like that would be my dream. But I would really love to interview her mom or dad and be like, how the hell did you do it? Because she's been in the spotlight since she was 14 ish, like, you know, pursuing a record deal. And she still seems grounded and like yeah. down to earth and like nice. Like there are very, 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 if any, like there are very little stories about her being rude or menace. I've, I truly have never heard that. Really, every the only thing anyone says about her is, oh well, her dating history is like, eh, you know, I hate that. There's Don't nothing else to date on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like so, she, she has a spotless record. Yeah, um, I feel like she's a little reclusive though. Like you never see her out and about I feel like yeah well Um, I think she went through that at during the 1989 when she was like all over she was I always say that was Taylor Swift's main character era she was the main character of pop culture like she was everywhere and then she had that you know everything that happened with Kim Kardashian and Kanye West and she like got burnt by being the main character and so now she's like she she definitely is the main character of the summer, but I feel like from a distance, like in a way, she's still, you know, she doesn't let like everyone she's in. She's built herself, like she's been dragged down so many times and been able to rise above it. Baby, I rise up from the dead. I do it all the time, as she yes. says, that everyone's like, you know what? You fucking deserve it. Like, yeah. I feel like nobody anymore is like tearing her down because she's just proven herself over <laughs> and over and over. So, like, yeah. this era's tour, everyone's just like, you know what? You fucking deserve it. Bow like, down. Like, she's yeah. legit. Nobody's mad. Legit. Yeah. No. Ugh. So, for those of you that don't know, Shannon just got back from LA and went to the final night of the era's tour. Of the year now. Of the year. Oh, well, sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Of the yeah. first leg, the first U.S. leg. Yeah. She's like popping more in there. <laughs> I know. And she sat technically second row, but there was no one in front of you, right? Yes. So it was second row. That's what we knew. But then when we got there, it was like on the end of the second row. Yeah. So if you turn to your left, the way the stage was set up, you were in the front row of like the end yeah. of the catwalk because it – I mean, it was like a catwalk and then mm-hmm. there's like an end cap that's a rectangle. So not only did we have like basically all this space, we were in the corner right there. Mm-hmm. So it was like front row but to two stages that she was performing on and we had all this like extra space to dance. It was just like better than we could have ever imagined. And we like got show. to our seat. <laughs> And we were just like jumping up and down and like being so giddy with the people right behind us. They were like, this is so fucking crazy. And 
I mean, yeah, I don't want to like bore everybody with all of my like adoration for her, but it was just like the best night of my life and really special to me to be able to see her so close up. And they did the, you know, the secret songs were literally right in front of us, which is like the most intimate part of the show. And the lights come on a little bit during that time. So like, I feel like she could see me and I was like (laughs) feeling like we were having a moment during that time. And then she announced 1989 Taylor's version. And I could just watch her like, like her face, not her face on a screen, not her face on TikTok. Like I was watching her experience this moment and I was just like, I fucking love you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love her so much. I will remember it for forever. It was so special and yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. So I, sweet. Yeah. That is so, I am so jealous. You have to post whenever we do post this episode, you need to post your video. Cause that video, like, like, don't get me wrong. Seeing Taylor is so like she's so close and like larger than life and like so amazing but I love watching you and that video you're like jumping up and down and you genuinely look so happy and maybe it's just because you're my best friend and I love you so much I just love (laughs) watching you in that video you're so happy it's I I just couldn't believe seeing that video how freaking close I was like yeah definitely like sweated on you and you were being rained on and I'm like holy shit you were like I close like when I could have yelled and she would have heard me like I could have said anything um but yeah I mean she's a fucking professional her routine is so honed I don't know how she does it. I can't wait for the documentary to come out. So I, oh, I want to know exactly what she eats, her her training regimen for this. Like she just looks so strong and so Yeah, she does. She looks healthy. Yeah. Yes. She is glowing, my queen. And <laughs> I just wanted to like – the way she feeds off of the audience's energy, I was like – trying to like take in her energy i was like yeah, give yeah. me some of this that's like i will vibes. take it like in me. hocus pocus when they're like sucking the life out of the young people <laughs> literally i was like just sweat on me a little bit i know and maybe i'll get some of your powers but and baby yeah, loved it. incredible baby loved it oh yeah it was super special to have the baby there i didn't like feel her kicking or, or anything because i kind of forgot about her for that three hours <laughs> Um, I don't blame you. <laughs> you're like bouncing around. You're like, oh shit. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I I wore boots, which was a big mistake. That was my only downfall. Was like oh. I was a little bit more tired. It's a three and a half hour show, so I yeah. got really exhausted towards the end. And I sat down a few times when she was doing like the slower folklore and Evermore stuff. Um, so that was the only time I remembered I was pregnant because I was like, whew. Yeah. <laughs> My heart <a> rate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we had a lot of fun. But I feel like it's special that like you're gonna be able to tell Alice one day there's gonna be a documentary about the Eras tour. It's gonna be one of the most epic tours of all time. And you're gonna be able to tell your daughter, like, you were in my belly when I went that when I went to Alice. Well, hold on. I, I said I'll Alice, Alice because- too. Well, I said Alice because Alice, I was in my second trimester when I went to the Harry Styles Love on Tour show, which I also feel like was kind of an iconic, not as iconic as Era's, but I love Harry Styles and I feel like he's, he's, he will be like the Elton John of our generation. And it'll be really cool one day to like tell her you were in my belly when I went to Love on Tour. And it's, I don't know. I think it's kind of cool. Also this new baby, both Shannon and I 
were implanting this new baby in our uteruses <laughs> at their store. Literally, yeah, when we saw it in Tampa. Legit. No, this is not. This is legit not a joke. When we went to the Aeros tour in Tampa in April, Shannon, you were literally implanting this baby. You found out you were pregnant very close after that. Yeah. And then remember, I, I was like packed cramping. a bunch of tampons yeah. because I was like, yeah, I'm going to bleed like a motherfucker during this concert or I'm pregnant. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. sure what's going on. Yeah. Cause yeah. you were cramping and then it was kind of wild. Cramping. You're like, I implanted there. We were like, Whoa, that's legit. And then Candace yeah. did the damn Witchy. same thing. Witchy. I did the same thing. So <laughs> I went to New York, uh, at the end of May to see, I went to the Aris tour in, uh, New Jersey. I again, brought tampons with me. I thought I was going to get my period. I y'all, I drowned this baby in alcohol that weekend. <laughs> like, I am not kidding. I truly had like a weekend. Like, I had probably like 10 high noons at the concert. Like, I was living my best life. Cool. We went out to like lots of boozy dinners. I had like a million dirty martinis. And then I found out I was pregnant. Thank God you first. did. Yeah. <laughs> because then that all came to a screeching halt. Yeah. It all came to a screeching halt. So I was also implanting this baby while at the Eras tour. So this is just really special for all of us. Special. I think the um, common denominator is us seeing each other. We get pregnant though. Like it's yeah. weird. That, that's the secret sauce. Yeah. We yeah. all just need to like do our little vibey thing. We see each other and then bam, one of us gets pregnant. Come together, hold hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have a It is so out. true. I mean, that's what Whitney, happened. Yeah. With Whitney, we went to Lake Tahoe together. And I got pregnant boom. with Candace. <laughs> Together we made a baby. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's just weird how that keeps happening. Yeah. I gotta I love stay it. away from you though, for real, girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, now that's a good segue into our topic because yeah. Whitney, you are you're We're in close. the home stretch. You're close. I'm like two weeks out. Oh my god. I'm scared. Wow. I can't I don't believe know why. it. You just shocked me. I don't know. Like, I know it's close, but like two weeks. It's just like we've been talking She could about come it. today. Yeah. I was having some some Hicks, some Braxton Hicks earlier. And I was like, oh, God. Yeah, Chris and I call him the Hicks. Um, <laughs> oh, that's so, so funny. I was getting some of those earlier. And I was like, is this it? Because, you know, I never felt it before. I don't remember having them last time. And I'm like, is she just moving? Or are these what? everyone's talking about I don't I don't know but I definitely I'm having them which means nothing right but yeah I'm just like wow it is so close and it's also close. feels forever away like the anticipation yeah. is so much right now have you had your cervix checked at any of your appointments no um I went on Monday and he didn't check it at all he also <laughs> I don't know if I got to tell y'all you know how, how you have to do the GBS test on your buttholio yes um they let me do it to myself which was such a treat (laughs) yeah (laughs) Mm. i was like uh y'all are trusting me with this shoot the nurse was like do you want to do it or do you want him to do it and i was like i want him to do it obviously like a professional and she's like it's so easy and i was like oh i guess i want to do it i I guess wait Um, hold on i need to can we talk about the the logistics of this very quickly are you like in the room or they let you take a swab to the bathroom um, they left me in the uh, doctor room, whatever. And like you just like, so they told you. So she gave me the swab. I swear to God, I told my group, I was like, 
it felt like a COVID test for my underbits. Um, <laughs> I like got the swab and you like swirl it around in there two or three times. You drag it down that middle section and then you just circle your booty hole twice, snap the stick and you drop it in the little tube. And that was it. I was like, Vanderbilt really be out here preaching that teaching hospital shit because i just taught myself the gbs <laughs> test <laughs> so, that so, really sounds like a covid test <laughs> well i was like that was easy enough and i told oh chris i was like oh my god i could be a nurse and he's like it sounds easy i was like fuck off <laughs> oh but my god so no, that's a thrill i don't remember my doctor doing that to me i feel like i I don't remember it at all. It must have happened. It's at the very end. Yours was positive last time, right, Wit? Yeah. Which, I mean. It doesn't really mean much. They they give you medicine. Yeah. They give you antibiotics um, just in case because it's some bacteria that grows in you while you're pregnant or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, So they just had that dripping uh, while I was giving birth. So. Wow. It's so close. I'll definitely probably have it again, but. If I were you, I was like such a freako about my cervix the last like couple weeks. I was like, check it. Check I it was right too. Now. I was kind of mad he didn't. I'm like, tell me I'm two centimeters or something. But Yeah, that's how I was. When I was two weeks away, I was two centimeters, but I still ended up having to be induced. It yeah. actually gave me false hope. I <laughs> know. I'm like, mm. uh, if he's not going to check it, I'm not going to push it. So yeah, whatever. She'll come when she's ready or You'll hit that induction date. Or when you're ready. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Selfishly, it's like, I wish she would come sooner, but um, what can you do? Yeah. Can... How are you feeling overall? I feel like um, I had like a, a little scare, obviously, last week where. Yeah. I was going to say, I feel like you should talk about that because I'm sure there are other pregnant women or moms that have maybe gone through that. Yeah. So. I'm considered high risk just because I have the MTHFR blood clotting disorder and I've had PEs in the past. So I'm on Lovenox. I'm taking daily shots in my stomach, which are blood thinners. So I was already going to be induced at 39 weeks, irregardless or regardless, whichever word works there. Regardless. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've been getting weekly ultrasounds since three weeks ago. And then all of a sudden last week they were like, you have excess amniotic fluid which could mean that you have late onset gestational diabetes and so it just became this like whirlwind where and this was like on Friday mm-hmm. where I'm like oh shit I'm gonna have to go into the weekend just googling my heart out and going down a deep mm-hmm. hole and being anxious about it so yeah. I had my doctor's appointment Monday oh they did make me take the one hour glucose test which I failed and I was like, oh, shit, like I all of a sudden got it like diabetes is chasing me. My body wants me to have it. So <laughs> on Monday, he he's, he was so casual. He didn't even seem concerned about the it's called polyhydromnios, which is the excess fluid. Um, and uh, he didn't even seem concerned, but he was like, I want you to do the, the three hour glucose test. And I was like, motherfucker, <laughs> like, <laughs> I do not want to do this. So I did that this week and I don't have 
gestational diabetes. So I feel like I've been on a little bit of a little roller coaster. I'm like, I'm giving birth in two weeks. Like, can we calm down? Like, this all seems very dramatic. (laughs) They also made you feel like if that was the case, that, like, they might induce you early or, like. so that was the point. Like, I kind of got a little uh, excited. I'm not going to lie. Like, ooh, maybe I'll be induced at, like, 38 weeks, four days or something. But now it just feels like I got let down. Like, it's kind of, oh, everything's good again. So, yeah. So the amniotic fluid doesn't matter at all? Um, It's just, like, a sign that you might have. Yeah, so that they're not able to, like, uh, consume it as much. Like, they can't keep up with the glucose levels. Um, But I had that ultrasound Monday, and it went back to normal. Like, it's gone. Like, they said that it just transferred, and it's fine. Transferred where? Okay. I absorbed. Transferred. Amazing. My my body absorbed. (laughs) I don't know. Damn. I had a little bit of a stressful week last week, so I'm like, Maybe it just had to do with that, or I, I don't know. Just I was in the office a lot, so I wasn't, I'm not used to like sitting straight up all the time. And so I'm like, maybe it just was like collecting, or I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, but everything's good again. <laughs> well, that's good. Just I mean, drama. Yeah. It's uh, like that it got you. you. I mean, it's for me, it's the Googling mm-hmm. that I'm just like, oh, fuck. oh, I spiraled. It was like, yeah. If it's not gestational diabetes, then it could be like something wrong with her intestine tract. Or and I was like, <laughs> yeah. I gotta pull her out, and she's gonna have to have surgery. And I was just really spiraling at that yeah. point. And Chris was like, "She's fine." He's always like the calm to my storm, and I'm like, "How do you know?" <laughs> He's like, "She's been fine this whole time. Let's calm down." And I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> I mean, it probably got you, like, in the – it probably pushed you to do the final things of preparing, like, pack your bag and all of that. Which is what we're talking about today. Um, Yeah. Absolutely. I went into full-on nesting mode, and we did. We packed her bag. My bag's halfway packed. I only have, like, one good dress that still fits me, so it's hanging in my closet that I'm waiting to pack. (laughs) Yeah. Stuff like that, but – um. Yeah, kind of crazy, like, past week there leading up. Damn. For the content today, which we were going to, I guess, transition into now, it was – we're talking about preparing for birth, right? Yeah. Preparing for uh-huh. the arrival of Margot. Uh-huh. I don't know how far back you want to go with, but I was really excited for this because I feel like I've done nothing. Like, as we talked about a few times on – the pod, the second pregnancy can feel very chill. Mm-hmm. And I'm worried that I'm going to like chill myself into a bad situation <laughs> where I'm not ready at all. So I'm very yeah. excited to hear like what you've been doing, how you've been preparing. Obviously your nursery is like the cutest thing oh of all time and already. So like, I don't know how you want to structure it, but like. I definitely feel like the first thing I started on was nursery and mm-hmm. um, which is something like I, I've talked about before that I consider really fun to do. Um, I started on the nursery like in March slash April. <laughs> like that was the first thing I tackled. I found it all stemmed from this wallpaper that I wanted. Um, found out that it was so nice that I had to have a interior designer order it so then it just spiraled into me 
having an in, interior designer help me buy that. And then she was like, well, uh, anything else you want in this room? And I was like, well, I'm bad at curtains. Let's throw that in there. And she's like, we can match a bed skirt too. And I was like, why not? You know, so I was just like, <laughs> just keep adding it in. So she helped me with those things. Um, she helped me pick out a chair, which I ordered. Uh, she was going to have one made, but it was just like, some of that stuff is like so expensive to have things yeah. custom when you can just find it yourself. So I was like, I'm going to go looking for that. <laughs> so just ordering things, but like us coming up with ideas together. Um, we kept, so Margo moved into Graydon's room, an old room, and we moved Graydon to like a bigger room, which I got to work on that too. So that was so fun. And I made it more boyish. It has kind of like a I call it my like little Ralph Lauren polo bar. Yeah, I was gonna theme. say Ralph Lauren so, vibe. It's like it's hard to collect everything for that. It still feels so bare. Like I'm way too scared to hang anything over his crib because I'm scared it will come crashing down on him. So like it just feels a little more <laughs> bare compared to her room, but I love his room so much too. But um Yeah. Yeah, it, it all started with the nursery. Um and it I mean, if you plan on working or postponing the nursery like furniture is so hard to get like people are panicking in my group because chairs rocking chairs aren't being delivered in time like you really do need to get a head start on some of that stuff because it takes forever for furniture to get delivered like yeah the furniture or the room wasn't finished until the end of July like recently and I started in March so yeah (laughs) So because Graydon's still a toddler, so yeah. you pretty much have to like just get everything else because you would move or sorry, get everything again. Like because you moved his chair, you moved his diaper stuff, you moved. Yeah, he still needs everything. Yeah. Um. Luckily, our our neighbors have kids that are like five, so they just gave us a crib, and we were like, "Oh, that's great." Nice. Yeah. So we just took their crib, and it was white. And really nice. And I'm like, cool, we'll put that in Graydon's room because he's still in his crib. He's not two yet. Um, and we already had a dresser in there. But it was like we we did reupholster uh, his chair in there. Just we made it brown to ma- match the polo vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, we kind of had everything. And we left everything else from his nursery in there for Margo. We left the room blue. Um, left all the furniture because I knew like it would match what I was trying to do. Um, but yeah, all that was really fun and it just took forever. So get as much of a head start on that as you possibly can. I'd say because uh, a lot of girls in my group, um, are still working on stuff and they're like, holy crap, we have like three weeks and I'm like rushing and I'm just like, yeah, you really do need to get started on that pretty quick. So yeah, I need to get on it. Plus, you have less time when you have a kid already. It's just like time goes away. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. It's just setting everything up. But, um, yeah, like I said, I I really like that part. So that was easy for me to, like, dive headfirst yeah. into. It was probably good, too, because starting on something you like, do, getting that done, you'll, like, snowball into other things, you know? Yes. Uh, yeah, so fun. <laughs> yeah. What other – my? I think one of my biggest – questions or worries or something I like really want to prepare for that I'm curious if you've like thought about or done anything is doing anything like for Graydon to like 
do you have any plans when you like bring the baby home of like, you know, I've seen things like the baby brings them a gift to make them feel special or like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. is there anything you're doing for Graydon to like soften the blow of bringing a brand new human home? <laughs> I feel like, um, we've gotten lucky. A lot of my friends have had newborns. Like there's three of my really good friends that have had them right in a row in June and July. And so Graydon's been around a lot of babies recently and he loves them. He's always like, baby. Like last night we dropped off a meal for a friend and the baby was crying and he was like, oh no, like so concerned. Like I think he's going to be really helpful. Um, I feel like the conversation right now is do we bring him to the hospital or do Mm -hmm. we meet at home? And Chris is nervous about the hospital because he's like, man, if he gets taken away and we're not going with him, he's going to have a meltdown. And I go, not our problem. Ah." (laughs) Yeah. Kidding. Wait, what do you mean? If he gets taken away? Like if my mom takes him back home without me and Chris. Right. Like it's time to go. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, But I think we might do it at home. And yes, I do have gifts for him like a book Mm -hmm. and I have a stuffed animal I ordered like a little jelly cat stuffed animal um that's gonna be from sister but really like I just feel like he's still so young I I don't know how much you have to prepare I think um a lot of my friends that have like the three-year-olds plus are having a little harder time because they can remember time before baby where Graydon's just going to be like, well, this has always been my life, you know? Do you yeah. think, like, at, to what extent do you think he comprehends that you're having a baby? <laughs> well, Everyone uh, keeps asking me about TJ. I'm like, he can't uh, talk. I don't think he, he knows. I don't even look that pregnant yet. Like, he doesn't know. Yeah. He knows where the baby is. Like, he's gotten yeah. to the point where okay. we're like, where's baby sister? And he will come and slap my stomach. Which is oh, shit. So- okay. And he, goes, he goes, right here. It's actually really freaking hilarious. And I'm like, Raiden, you're so rough. And I, and I was like, Margo's going to come out swinging because you are so mean to her. Um, <laughs> so he know he calls her baby sister. He calls her go-go. He knows ish. And he's met sure. all the babies. Um, we've like pulled the car seat out and he's like, baby, like he knows it's a baby car seat. Mm. So, I mean, that's ex- the extent of it. Um, they're going to be 23 months apart. So I don't know. This is all very new to me. Like I don't have a sibling that close to me. Like, yeah, I don't know how it goes. So, yeah, I think you're right about them still being so little. Like, I think the whole like gift thing and like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I do plan to get her something that's like from baby sister and all of that just because I don't know. That's the only thing I've seen. So maybe we can ask in our Facebook group if you did bring home a new baby, like what was that like or what did you do to make the older sibling feel special? But um, we, uh, I don't know. I, I feel like they're still too little to like fully understand what is going on. So it's like, I feel like the, it's that part isn't as important as like maybe taking Graydon out one-on-one after the baby's born and spending that time with him. So he knows like, Hey, you're still special. We don't have to do everything with the, with the baby. Like let's do stuff that we used to do. I think that's more important versus that initial meet and greet of the child. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Um, so just planning because Chris has the month off. Um, so I think, you know, maybe if it's just taking him once or twice a week, like, let's go get ice cream or let's go to the park just yeah. us and doing that will help. Um, well, what I was going to say was I'm thinking about and Candace, you talked about the naps. You've sent the nap schedule like Moms on Call yes. has like a combined toddler and newborn, newborn. Mm-hmm. schedule, which I'm going to yeah. look at. Yeah. I'll send it to you, Wit. Okay. I have- it's so helpful because it's literally like wake up, pump, get the newborn, do this. And then it's like it literally tells you exactly what to do for uh, both kids. That went over my yeah. head, I guess. I do need to look at that. But I'll it'll it be you. nice because – I mean, it'll be crazy because they're not napping at the same time, but also like there will be hours to like 90 minutes where the newborn is asleep and TJ's awake where you can have someone on one time with a toddler. I think that that's like a really important note. It's like, yes, there's the meeting and like, I think it'll be cute. I'll want to do something as well, especially because their birthdays are going to be so close to each other. Um, Oh, that'll be so fun. But then in general, as I think about structuring my weeks with two children, I'm going to try and work in some kind of standard, okay, like these mornings I'm with TJ by myself Yeah, we have like special time. The number one advice I've gotten is to really give each child some one-on-one time Mm -hmm. and that is what keeps them from like fighting for attention is making sure that their cup is filled with like mommy or daddy time Mm one-on-one so yeah I definitely plan to work that in too as well wait can you remind us I think this might be a good like mental checklist like what did you bring out of storage that is for Margot like what were the things so we did pull all of the clothes out that we kept and we like pulled all the gender gender neutral stuff and I was like okay like all the holiday stuff she can rewear because their birthdays are pretty close so they match up that way Mm -hmm. um we got down that play mat the bubblegum tree one y'all yeah (laughs) maybe you could be a purple monkey yeah that one yeah. So pulled that out. Um, we, I guess, threw away our bottle warmer. Like, oh, was- we're we're gonna toss ours too. It got gross. <laughs> well, Chris and I, like, we've had friends come over with their newborns, and they're like, "Can we warm up with a bottle?" And we're like, "Yeah, it's gone." Like, I'm like, we must have just like thought it was gross too and threw it away. So we had to order a whole new one. Um, so we tried to pull that down. I w- we've washed the docketot. Um, we, I pulled down the nursing pillow, which I didn't use last time, but they they say like, use that with the toddler if they want to try and help feed the baby. So we've washed that, Mm, um, cause they say that that's easier for them to hold the baby like that. Um, what else? I feel like that's all we've pulled down. I have a question. Did you... Just get rid of toys that Graydon didn't use anymore, or did you store them and keep them somehow? We still have them all, all the okay. baby stuff. Um, okay, it's yeah. Out. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe it's moms in my mom group that have like rotated toys, and I'm like, I just haven't done that. Everything no. we just yeah. all of the toys are in the toy room. I just... Yeah, they're really like mixed in, like all the bins. You can kind of tell like right now he's just like super into trucks and cars and stuff so that's all he likes in books 
And like all the toys are all in the baskets, like the little stacking cups, things like mm-hmm. that, which we probably should sterilize. Bruh was uh, <laughs> sick a lot. Um, so <laughs> I should sterilize that. Um, but yeah, all that's still down there. So are there any other like organization things you've done that have made you feel like, OK, I feel a little more ready now? Yes. Which is like, is there anything better than getting organized like it feels so good (laughs) I don't have as much time to do it anymore and it actually like I think affects my mental health I was going to say the same thing I was like I could clean my house every morning and it gets destroyed by the night and it's killing me because I think once I became a mom that was something that took over like an OCD issue that I have was Mm -hmm. like that's the only thing I can control is my house I want it clean I want it clean and when it's not, I'm in a bad mood. Yeah. So yeah. I've organized a lot of stuff. I got that um, thing that goes on the back of your door from the container store. And I organized all the diapers and I labeled like Graydon's diapers, Margo's diapers, nighttime diapers. So everything is like super organized downstairs for when we change either of them downstairs. They're both in diaper. He's Graydon's still in diapers. So that is just like glorious to me um I organized the medicine cabinet just because yeah it, me- it was destroyed um and I got I know something these- oh yeah. sorry go ahead I got all these yeah. like containers and I labeled like this is for ENT stuff these are the syringes like it's just like so beautiful I took a picture so I could share I was it. gonna say you're gonna have to share some photos because <laughs> yeah, there's nothing better I wanted to buy a label maker and I was I couldn't find one, so don't laugh at my handwriting on all of these labels, but um, we organized that. I washed all the clothes, all of her clothes, and I actually got this idea from my um, group that they put on the drawer. They labeled, like, newborn section um, zero to three months, so you can see it when you pull the drawer. It, like, shows where all the right clothes are. That's what I did with Alice. Yeah. Love that so I did Wait, that. is that in the dresser or is that in storage in the dresser in the dresser like I just I like that. you know you pull it and it's like right on the edge I'll take it yeah yeah, yeah yeah which is nice like I obviously know but like if my mom's here helping or mm-hmm. like god forbid Chris That's- put something in the wrong place like it's labeled so you can't yeah. mess it up <laughs> yeah no <laughs> <Totally>. excuses <laughs> yeah so I did that I loved that idea it just makes you feel a little more prepared mentally um, clear yeah, yeah. yeah mentally clear exactly um we got we cleaned the newborn car seat got it ready it's in the back of my car we haven't put it in yet but it's ready to go um that's about it the only things left to do is um I really would love to clean the inside of my car mm-hmm. and just clean my house and organize my pantry get that ready to go but yeah mm. that was what I was gonna say a second ago when you talked about like the medicine cabinet I remember one thing I did before like a week or two before Alice got here is I did a full like yeah clean out of everything that could possibly expire so I went through all of my like beauty products slash like Ooh. like um bath products and all of the I mean I say all of the bathrooms like we have a million two bathrooms that have like storage in it and I got if I hadn't used it in six months or I've had it for a long time I tossed it I did the same thing to my pantry and my fridge I went through all of our like yeah. dressings and stuff and did that I also 
have a psychotic uh, nesting master list that I made before Alice. I found it finally, guys. So oh, good. Share uh, I'll share it. It is quite insane, <laughs> but um, it actually now that I'm looking at it, I'm like, God, I'm so happy I made this. Yeah. Um, it literally is sectioned off by parts of your house, so bathrooms, living room, office, closets kitchen, mm. nursery, bedrooms, car, and then some general things. Oh my God. Um, and it's like detailed. Like I'm excited. Uh, um, like it, it goes even like vacuum and clean couch, like mm-hmm. purge dog toys. Like, I mean, I, it's like very detailed for each section of the house. Um, and then at the top, I also have some like weak things. Like it'll be like contact pediatrician, 36 weeks, set up bassinet, 36 weeks. Up. Like I Amazing. was very thorough and it's all color coded. I'm as I go. I love that. Hell so yeah. I will, I'll Google share sheet. with, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a Google yeah. sheet. So I'll share with you guys and I'll make it a like template and I'll share the link if anyone is interested yeah. uh, in my crazy psychotic <laughs> nesting list. Just put that in the FB group. Yeah. yeah, you're so right. I will. And um, the only thing is I might go through it now that I am having a second child and I might make one version that's like, this is if it's your first baby and one that's like Smart. second child. I yeah. know. I feel like this episode's like very niche toward getting mm-hmm. ready for baby. Like obviously a lot of y'all have already had them or maybe are expecting. So thanks for listening. If anything, maybe it'll inspire you to organize because it has yeah. me. <laughs> I do think though, something that was interesting in the Facebook group when people were introducing themselves, but it makes sense is that we have a lot of people who are pregnant with no kids who yeah. are listening. And I feel like when I was pregnant with no kids, I was desperate for this type of information. Yes. So yeah. it might be niche, but I think we have a lot of people who are pregnant and probably mm-hmm. in this exact kind of phase. So hopefully they get something out of it. And that master list, ooh. So I was going to say, I'm so also, good. I'm also looking, um, at this list and I'm like, even if I wasn't pregnant, this would be a solid, like reset my life mm-hmm. list, to I be know. honest. Like, even if I wasn't pregnant, I could go through this list and be like, damn, if I took a week or two to do all of these things, I would feel brand new. Oh, I know. So I'm, I'm honestly thrilled. I found it. The other thing I did which if you have the budget for it, I would recommend as we hired, like we have a cleaner come every three weeks or so, like a house housekeeper. Um, But they also do deep cleans, which are like double the price of our weekly clean, but they wash all of the windows. They like literally dust and clean all of the walls. They move all the furniture to dust the baseboards and clean those. Like it is a true deep clean. And we did that a week before my induction. And I, I truly felt like it changed the way I felt. I, I, after that deep clean, I have two dogs, like I, I just felt like even the, I could vacuum every day and there's like dog hair behind all of the furniture. You know what I mean? So it was really, it gave me peace of mind doing that deep clean. And it was like part of our like prepare for baby budget to do that. So I highly recommend if yeah. you, uh, you got to do that stuff every, 
Yeah. Six we we, we yeah. literally only do it twice a year. Every six yeah. months we'll do like a deeper clean and it I it's not cheap. Year, I won't probably. lie. But <laughs> you know what I want done so bad that would just like tickle my fancy is what? getting my two couches professionally cleaned. Oh, do it. I, I'm going to get a new couch <laughs> soon. It's in the cards. Like I, I have to vacuum my couch because of Remy. And now that Graydon like plays and eats snacks on it, it's just like gotten so gross. And I'm like, I would love to get them clean before I have like visitors and stuff coming over. Mm-hmm. I'm like, nothing with Stanley Steamer. Anymore. Really? Stanley Steamer does ours. Oh, good to know. I've done a, a couple times, like probably every year or so. It's not that expensive. Uh, shout out Stanley. Get the yes. Yeah, shout out Stanley Steamer. <laughs> Damn, I'm going to look into that because I'm, I'm kind of, we have, y'all know because I complain about it con- constantly, but we have a dog named Finn who pees on everything. This is a newer thing. He's got a weak this pelvic is, floor. He has a weak <laughs> pelvic floor and a very mischievous personality. Um, <laughs> and he has started to pee on the couch. And now that it's happened so many times I feel like now he just thinks he can pee on the couch and I have to I wash our couch cushions I'm not kidding once every two weeks like it is that's how bad it is and I don't know what to do about it other than to put him up but if I put him such a labor intensive chore oh my I I joke that that's my workout of the day it is so hard to take them all them off and zip them back up. I mean, oh I'm sweating my, my ass off by the end. Like but, the long one with uh-huh. the chase. It's Forget so hard. It. It's yeah. so oh hard. God. But anyways, we're at a, we're at the point now that before this new baby, I'm kind of like, I think I just want to start new and get a whole new couch. Like it was not that expensive. Our couch was like less than two thousand dollars. It was not that much. Well, I don't know. Maybe it. Maybe try that's getting Stanley for first, and then yeah. Decide. Maybe I'll. Maybe in the next, like before Christmas time, I'll do the Stanley and see how that how I feel about that. And then if not, maybe we might. My brother also works for Ashley Furniture, so I get a serious discount now. <laughs> so, shout out there to Ashley. Go. That's where we're getting our crib from. Cute. The gold crib I want. They have cute stuff. Yeah, they, they actually have quality decent stuff. things. Yeah. yeah. They carry so, good brands. Don't shop at Crate and Barrel. Shop at Ashley Furniture. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna be calling Stan. I'm not kidding. That that guy's got to come over and clean my. You get your carpets cleaned while you're at it. I did rugs. that recently. I did that before. Um, I redid the both rooms. Wait, I oh oh okay. You mean like carpet, not area rugs, like carpets. Mm-hmm. They'll do area rugs. They do. Yeah. Stanley, I'm about to stop it. Stanley, they do it all. I'm surprised though, Candace, that you just don't have um, Vinny do it. You can rent those machines too and Um, do it yourself. Funny enough, my mom does it. Uh, My mom has a a steam cleaner, and so when we went, you know what it was? I think it was when we were in Lake Tahoe last year with you, Wit. My mom steam cleaned all of our carpets while we were gone, which was, we came home. I know when we came home, all of our carpets were cleaned and I was like, I 
love you. That's oh. the shit. That's the stuff you want your mother or mother-in-law yeah. to do while you're gone. Yeah. I tell my mom that all the time. I'm like, you cleaning my house is the greatest gift you could ever give me. Yeah. Mom, if you're listening, I love it. <laughs> or like when a nanny or a babysitter like tidies up a little bit, I'm oh. like, you don't understand. I could kiss you. Like, yeah. Gift Thank from you above. for your gifts. Thank you. <laughs> Well, we're so excited to meet baby Margot. We got a couple questions when I did my Q&A about it, like if we're still going to be releasing episodes while some of us are on maternity leave. There will still be episodes every Tuesday. And this podcast truly doesn't feel like work for us. It isn't work. We don't make any money from this podcast. So it's truly just a passion project. And we love like getting on here and chatting. And so we're not going anywhere. And we're pre-recording episodes to make sure that you guys will, ha- we will be in your ears every Tuesday. Whitney is going to come back for sure. We will do a like after birth episode so we can hear your birth story and hear about Margot. And we cannot wait to meet Ugh, her. I'm scared. <laughs> girl of the round two of girls. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That'll be so exciting. All right. Well, Whitney, we wish you a very easy, chill labor and delivery and a hopefully not too awful last couple weeks of your pregnancy. Thank I you guess so I'm much. officially on baby watch. Like, yeah. Got to keep my alerts on my phone. Oh, okay. Wh- jiggle Shannon. this baby out. Jiggle it out. <laughs> Shannon, I'm so excited for you to be like, because last time I was definitely giving you updates, but like, I feel like this time Shannon will be included in the group chat. <laughs> I'm going to add is delivering. Yeah, yeah because Chris, will Chris to include me. Well, well, of no, like I'll be texting y'all. I know, but last time it was like a group chat with me, Chris, and oh. your mom, and I was getting like, it's so crazy to get Chris's updates because they are so like medical, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what that means, but I like his updates are so different. Like if Vinny was updating he'd be like not here yet (laughs) and Chris Chris was like they just pushed 30 milliliters of (laughs) blah 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 and he would give it was so medical and I was like wow I mean the updates are just next level yeah good to know Chris thank you so much yeah like but is she happy is she alive I don't 30 milliliters means nothing yeah (laughs) oh my god it's it's fun. It's an experience. And everyone in our chat said that the second baby comes out so much faster and easier. So I'm wishing I'm sending Slippery that energy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Please, God. Okay. Yeah. Let's do this. All right. All right. Let's we do love it. you guys. Love Can't love wait to you. meet you, baby Margo. Bye. Thank you so much for being a part of our mom group chat. New episodes drop every Tuesday. And don't forget, the group chat is blowing up on our Instagram page. So make sure you're following along over there. All right, gotta go. My toddler just put something in her mouth.